everyone. Welcome back to IE Think. I'm Lily. I'm Julia. And I'm Mara Laura. And today we're just going to be talking about the expectations versus reality of studying here at IE University. Um, basically, our eclectic mix of the population that makes up IE all experiences a different version of our campuses, college life in general, moving to Spain, and a lot more that comes along with the university, university lifestyle. Um, so, we're going to be speaking about how our expectations can affect that reality, how it can cloud our vision when we appear and expect so many things from our university experience. Um, so first of all, I think we'll be discussing the shock of moving to, first of all, a new place, away from parents, a new country for a lot of us. Sometimes a language barrier can appear in this moment. And also how we can adjust into the university lifestyle, which is just a whole nother version of what we've been experiencing before um, that we could never expect. Uh, whatever expectations we had in place would be completely obliterated pretty much upon arrival. So um, guys, I'm thinking that we should maybe start with the social scene, which I feel like is a big part of the university life when you show up in Segovia or Madrid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it really differs uh, if you're going to Segovia or Madrid. So maybe we can start talking about Segovia a little bit, like how it is moving from another country, maybe even a big city, to a smaller city than Segovia. Yeah, and so basically I moved, I've lived in big cities pretty much my whole life. I moved from Shenzhen in China, which is a pretty major city, and I had actually never been to Spain, and I decided quite last minute that I was going to make this move, and I kind of showed up in Segovia, and I got off the train, and there were a bunch of farm animals, and I was, I was feeling like I had perhaps made a mistake. <laughs> Because I was like, if I can only find animals in the periphery of this village, how am I supposed to make friends? And um, luckily, you know, I'm, I'm a lucky person. I have great classmates. I made friends. But I think it's really different because in Segovia, you have a very small campus that's concentrated in the one building. You have the one cafeteria where everyone spends their time. And there's very limited spaces in Segovia in general. So you're kind of overlapping with a lot of your fellow students, a lot of the people that you see on campus even professors. <laughs> so I think it's a lot easier to build that social foundation because pretty much everyone you see in Segovia, you know, goes to your university. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, it was kind of same thing. You go to Segovia, right? Pardon? Both Lily and Julia, do you go to Segovia, right? I yeah. was there for the first two years and now I'm starting fourth year back in Madrid. Yeah, I was there for two years and then now I'm supposed to go to Madrid for the third year. But so I think you're the one that started out in Madrid? I guess. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, so for me, it was a totally different experience. Um, I was born in Barranquilla, Colombia, and I was, like, born and raised there. You know that the typical, like, I stereotypes, like, I've lived in this place and this place and this place, and then they say, like, I'm one-fourth Italian, and I'm, like, half this and half that. Um, for me, it was, like, yeah, like, I was born in Colombia, I was raised in Colombia, and that's it. So for me, um, in my school, like, there were, everyone was from the same city, everyone was we all have like the same values and the same mentality. So for me, moving to a big city was a big change. And for me, like getting to know people of other nationalities was such a culture shock. And I think that the biggest thing for me was like, I have to be as neutral as possible and I have to like be open-minded for everything. And I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to the fact that not everyone is like, um, looking at what you do since like a small town involves that, you know, like everyone knows what you're up to or like who your friends are. And it's very much that in Madrid, everyone is their own individual. And that for me was like one of the best experiences ever. 
totally agree. And I think it also kind of has an effect on like how we make friends as like students at IE because in Segovia, I feel like there's a lot more opportunity. And I've actually found this in Madrid as well. There's a lot more opportunity to meet people at like social events, which was never really my thing. <laughs> and so I think it like kind of ha you have to remain open-minded. You know, that's a really important component because you're meeting people that have lived in, you know, one country or 20 or people that are from one country or 20, you know? And I think it's hard when you have this like very set mindset of I've lived in a small town or I've lived in this place and I don't know how to remove myself from that to become this new person in this new place with these new people. And I think that that's part of, you know, the adjustment. It really is like, that's such a huge shock to the system of showing up and being such a different person, being, you know, having this opportunity of a clean slate, but not really knowing what to do with it, I think is, at least that was where I started. But I think that I, because I lived in an apartment freshman year, it actually really changed that because I didn't have the dorm opportunity of meeting people in the hall. You know, that was something that I always expected to have, never did. So I don't know if you guys did apartments freshman year, but did you have any experiences with that? Same. Yeah, I was, I was actually in residence in Segovia, the one inside the university. And for oh, me, yeah. that was good because I'm very shy or I used to be very shy. So that helped me a lot. I'm also an only child. So to have like that amount of people that are the same age as me around me all the time, it was completely different from what I was used to. And it helped me in so many ways, like in making friends from other majors, from different countries. I come from an international environment. So I'm originally from Rio. I lived there for 10 years and then I moved to Dubai and that's where I was before I went, came to Spain. And in Dubai, obviously I was very used to having people from everywhere around me as well. But one thing that I, that I never really had were people from my own country, that was Brazil. And right. when I went to, to Segovia, I, saw, I met a lot of people that weren't necessarily from Brazil, but they were Latinos as well. So that was nice for me to be kind of in touch with a similar culture to, to my own. And there are a lot of things that I feel like in high school, I, I didn't, I didn't have like a sense of who I was completely because I was missing out on the whole like cultural uh, side of me that was Brazilian, Latino. And then when I went to IE, I was more free to, to express that in a way because I had so many Latinos around me. But at the same time, I still had people from everywhere else. Like in Dubai, obviously my friends are mostly Arabs. So I, there are so many Arabs in IE. And that reminded me of my other home that is Dubai. So that was really nice. And that's not something that I expected when I went to IE. And it was, it was a really good shock for me. Yeah, it was like, it was just like a piece of home a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good point. Like, um, the fact that you're going to change so much is something that I didn't expect, but that was eventually a, real, a reality for me. Um, I personally, since I came from such a small town, like they tend to be very conservative. So it was like anything that was slightly different was like very frowned upon or like very, um, people were very shy into like being who they wanted to be. And it sounds like very cliche and whatever, but when I moved to Madrid, I really got to know a piece of myself that I didn't know. Like I was very stuck to my things in high school and I thought that it was this way. And when I got to college, it was like completely different. So that's another thing, like being open to that change like being open that things are not going to be the same and perhaps you're not going to have the same type of friends that you had in school once 
Definitely. And I think that that's the, a big point is that like, they're different from what you've faced before, you know, all these people that you're going to meet, because I think in our minds, we build this kind of like ideal friend where like maybe in middle school and high school, we made like groups of friends and even at international school where you switch around, but you have this foundation where you're like, these are the people that make sense for me. And I think when you go to college, when you go to university, you have to really challenge that because you're growing as a person, everyone else is growing around you. And you kind of have to, you know, make it on your own, you know, and understand that everyone else is kind of doing the same thing. So there's a lot of change that's about to happen, you know, a lot of change on the horizons. And I think that in terms of nationality, like I, you know, I grew up in LA and then I moved to Southeast Asia and moved around there for a bit. But I think it's hard because I always had some semblance of North America, you know, whether it be Americans, Canadians, whatever, but, you know, IE is severely lacking in Americans. So it kind of forced me to show up with zero friends, try and branch out, you know, try and understand a lot of different cultures and put up with people speaking in languages that I didn't understand around me all the time. And I think that kind of created some resilience in me and that, you know, you have to be very determined to put yourself out there because if you give up at the slightest sign of, you know, oh, these people haven't invited me to this or, oh, I haven't been invited to that. It's very easy to you know, forego a lot of friendships that could be of a lot of value, I think. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I actually met a lot of my friends in class, which I think is a huge thing. Classroom culture at IE is, is huge because we're such a small university, so intimate with our classmates for all these years. So yeah. do you guys, what do you guys think of your classmates? <laughs> Not trying to burn. My roommate, who's my classmate as well, we met in like the, um, in Madrid, the like introduction to your classes is basically that you like walk around and you go to the, the bigger rooms and then you go to one building and the other, since it's not a campus at Segovia that you just like go around. So like we had to walk in the streets and I remember that I had like these striped pants, I guess. And this girl came up to me and she was like, oh, I really like your pants. And then it was like, I, we fell in love with each other. Now we're roommates and now we're friends. Oh, and that was my first friend in uni. And it's so like, I didn't expect that that would become like one of my best friends now, you know? Um, right. One of my other friends I met at a bus going to the opening ceremony. And they're still my friends today. So like, you never know where you're going to meet people. Yeah. Right. It's totally lucky. Yeah. Like, what I thought was really funny, I don't know if this is common for you guys as well, but for example, like growing up in Brazil when I was little, uh, I used to have this joke that like my mom, for example, used to make friends like in the bank, in the line and everything. And that's how I felt in Segovia. Like you, you can literally make friends anywhere, especially because you know that they're most likely from IE, so you just feel more open. And totally. one, of, uh -huh, one of my best friends, she, I also met her not in class, but in those workshops in the first week. And uh, we were talking and we, we found out that we both live in residence. And like I said, I'm, I'm very shy and she's not, she's very extroverted. So out of nowhere, she's just like, oh, can I come see your room? And I was like, sure. And then, <laughs> and then she came and she saw my room that same day. And we started talking about life and we started talking about everything. We we're talking for like four hours. And when she left, I was just like, this is a complete stranger and she knows everything about my life. Like, I don't know what to do now. So I don't know if right. something happened to you guys, but that happened quite a bit in my first week, actually. 
Me too. And I think it's one of those things where everyone is like so equally scared and like terrified to put themselves out there that like we are all just like, you know what, cards on the table. Like we'll all just try and do our best to pick up what we like from each other, you know, make a make at least some foundation, some place that feels like home. And same, like, you know, one of my best friends from class, she was in BBA for the first week of school. And so she transferred in, you know, and comms is a very small group, you know, we were maybe 30-ish. And she, you know, was sitting there and I was like, hi, do you, you want to come sit not in an empty row? And she was like, sure. And, you know, now it's, um, we're in our fourth year and we've been best friends since that day, you know? And I think it's one of those things where it feels all very like, kind of almost like fate, <laughs> at least for me. It was like, you know, I met these people, you know, like you said, you know, on a bus, in class, in the hallways, that kind of thing. And I think that's a great thing about IE is actually that people kind of don't really care where you meet them, care what the circumstances are. You just show up, you say hi, you say where you're from, where you've lived, and that's the conversation. You know, you at least have that connection of something international like that, I think. Yeah, yeah, that for me was something that, I mean, I think throughout the years, I kind of like built this wall. And since I've been in Segovia, I've been kind of tearing it down a little bit, which feels really good. And I feel like totally. Segovia helped me do that. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And I don't know, I think it's like kind of having that small community that you can really put yourself out there and kind of, like I was saying, like a clean slate, you can really be whoever you want to be when you show up in, in Segovia. And I think Madrid as well, you know, you have that opportunity of you can make these connections that in the past you might have been resistant to or you know, like when I showed up freshman year, I was like so lost, you know, in my life. I was like, I don't know what is going on. <laughs> I'm miserable. Like I miss my family. I miss my home. And then it was kind of like, you know, I made a few friends in class and then we started, you know, going to Prees or exploring Segovia together. And then it started to feel like, oh, these people are in the same boat. You know, they're just as t like scared to tell me things as I am to tell them. And I think it's kind of that like camaraderie of, you know, you have to put yourself out there in order to get it in return that like builds these amazing friendships that now over the years we've been able to continue, which is amazing. <laughs> feel great about that. Personally, yeah. my first few days in Spain were like absolute, like a disaster. I didn't know what I was doing. Like Colombian culture is so different from Spanish culture. So I went to this restaurant my first day. I was like, literally my bags were like just left in my room. And I went to this restaurant because I was hungry, whatever. And um, then I ordered, like in Colombia, we have this saying that's like uh, amigo, you say like friend, like you just say friend to everybody. And then like me regalas, like, can you like please give to me? Like not literally like gift to me, but like, can you give me something? Um, and then I said that, like that same words, those same words to a Spanish um, waiter. And he, that, that he interrupted me, he was like with his face and he was like, uh, first of all, I'm not your friend. And second of all, we don't gift anything. We here we sell stuff. So please, can you please like pay for it, whatever you're asking? I was like, oh my god. I was like, I literally wanted to call my mom in that moment, and I was like, please take me home. Like I don't want to live here. Anymore. I don't want to be here. And the like, first thing was hell for me. It's it's so difficult. I feel like the culture shock, like even coming from you know a Spanish speaking like background, whatever it is it's still just such a shock to the system. You know, you're just so unprepared for everything that you thought you've prepared for, you know? And I think like, at least for me, I was really unprepared for not just living in a small town like Segovia, but I was really unprepared for the way that the university would kind of be, like the structure of it, because I knew nothing really about IE. I kind of just went <laughs> and I ended up loving it, obviously, but I showed up and I realized that, you know, there's 
35 people in my class and some of us don't get along for a second and there's a problem, but our teachers are so involved that they know, you know, and they kind of like actually care about us, which I mean, I know my friends in university don't really have that. Their professors have 500 students, you know, and at least in my experience, my professors have been super great in like advising us, you know, giving us these like kind of little droplets of hope for like our friendship, you know, giving us just these instructions that I think have helped at least me. Uh, maybe I just had great professors, <laughs> but I think they've helped me really kind of understand my place in the university. You know, when I showed up and was so lost, they give me a little bit of structure, you know, but um, what did you guys, what do you think about like the teachers, the administration, do you guys interact with them a lot? Do you think they have an influence in your life? Yeah, definitely. I think for me, it was quite surprising because it felt in the beginning a lot like high school and I wasn't sure if I liked that or not when it comes to like my relationship with my professors because like you said, the classes are so small and it's really good that you have this access to the professors. They can help you with pretty much whatever you need. But I think primarily because of movies or like friends that had gone to university before me to bigger universities around Europe and or in the US, I was expecting the classes to be bigger and right. not have that kind of like not to be so close to the professors in that way. So when yeah. they started offering help, of course, I was really good. But at the same time, I was kind of like, is this really university or am I back in high school? Yeah, I totally understand that. I, I think I, like, I've been teachers that were like, um, like so involved with our class that they sometimes noticed like who was fighting with who and they were like, mm -hmm. they noticed everything and they know how like the social dynamic worked in our class. And that was so like Ooh. high school for me. I know. It's so wild. It just feels like, I know that, you know, high school is obviously a different entity of life on its own, but I feel like when I showed up and, you know, there was, uh, in my fight, in, in my fight, in my class, there was an argument between these two people. And so they started sitting on separate sides of the room. And like a professor one time when I was leaving class was like, something, something wrong between those two. And I was like, oh no, like they know everything probably better than I do. And I only have 34 classmates, you know? I think it was one of those moments where I realized that like, IE, you know, they can say they're close knit, say that they're a small community, but that was a moment that I realized we're in it together. Like every single one of us has an influence on each other and it's, it's a bit much, but I think it was nice for me at least to have like structure support, these people that I knew that knew a lot more about the university than me, obviously. And um, I think it was kind of difficult for me in that it felt like you said, a lot like high school, but I had some difficulties with classmates over the years, you know, and I feel like a big part of dealing with that was like maturity and also, you know, just kind of talking to professors about whatever issues, you know, arose because I feel like they're very amenable, you know, they change a lot of things for us. They're willing to give us a lot of their time when we're struggling, I guess, which is always a good thing, but at least in terms of advisors, what did you guys think? Did you, you have academic advisors too, right? Yeah. You guys like hang out with yours? <laughs> Not really, but I feel like that's my fault. <laughs> like it was, it was on me. <laughs> I had, and it's the same thing with like the, I don't know if you guys took part in that, but the mentorship society. I also had a mentor when I came to IE and I can't complain about my advisor. I can't but I was the one that was never really involved because I'm so shy so that's something that I've had to work on throughout the years and I'm still working on definitely um but yeah I can't complain about my advisor at all 
Yeah. I had like, I have a very cool advisor. I, I like her a lot. She's one of my favorite professors. And um, when I was entering university, I was also a mentee. And then I also didn't really connect with my mentor. But I think that was also because the girls in my group, you know, we were from different majors. It was kind of hard to connect as a group. But um, I don't know if you guys were ever mentors, but I was mentors. I was a mentor this past year. And I actually found like, I understand where the uh, disconnect comes from, you know, because these freshmen, you know, they're off like exploring and living life and partying and like having their fun, learning new things and meeting new people. And you're kind of just like, oh, I already did that like a little bit. <laughs> you know, I see where you're coming from, but I already did it. Um, in my case, I, I signed up for the Mentorship Society my freshman year. And I remember that when we had the events, um, a friend of mine was like, no, let's go, let's go have lunch. Like, no, you shouldn't go to that. And I didn't go. And now I regret it. Cause it's like, um, there's so many things and so many opportunities that are within me that I didn't like take advantage of in that time. And now I think that now that I'm getting more involved into uni, I think that I could have known so much people from that. And like, not only my close tight knee, tight tight knee, I think. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I, I did the same thing, like freshman year, the extracurriculars, I was just not interested. I don't know really what it was. I went to the club fair for like five minutes and I thought it was boring. And so I guess I left and I regretted it so much second year because there's so many opportunities. Like you said, there's so many different niche groups that I just had no idea even existed, you know? And I realize now that I probably could have looked a little harder, but <laughs> I guess I was just too busy being like, oh, I, I have other things to do. And I definitely didn't. <laughs> definitely, definitely didn't. Yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say I did the same thing, and right now I'm in my second year. So, I mean, towards the end of 2019, I started doing a lot more than I used to. But then it went 20, like right before 2020, I was like, you know what? This is when I'm gonna get everything together. I'm gonna do everything this year. I'm gonna join every club I've wanted to join in the past and I wasn't able to because of some reason. And then and I did. But turns out like obviously we're all in quarantine and yeah. everything completely different. Uh-huh. The year had other plans, yeah. <laughs> no matter what we did. <laughs> also, I mean, even in quarantine, like I've got to do some amazing stuff. I never I would have never joined the student government in my first year and now I'm there. And like right. it was an opportunity that I never saw it coming. Like the elections were online and that was such a challenge for all of us. And also like yeah, I know that you have a project on apologetic and I like I think that still you even though we're far away, like uni still gives us so many opportunities and that's like to show like imagine if we were like this when we were over there like how much we could actually take from those opportunities yeah so, absolutely and yeah. i think it's actually been super interesting to see like which extracurriculars have made their presence known during this whole quarantine thing because i think actually in terms of what i've been seeing i've been seeing a lot more content from the university you know the student government elections like I, I, you know, I admire how you guys did that because I saw a lot of it, like, which is surprising considering I saw zero people from IE, you know? And I think that that's like a kind of impressive feat that you guys, like people have been hosting summits and different like functions and trying to still continue to recruit people into their groups. And I think that's such a like, you know, easy thing to do is put yourself out there and in, in terms of content, I guess, but IE clubs seem to be doing like really well with dealing with the corona, which 
is impressive because when we go back, hopefully that continues that level of um, presence, I guess. And um, at least for me, I didn't really get involved into any like startups and clubs until probably my second year. And I think that those were a huge point for me of um, getting involved in the university for real, you know, feeling that like workplace mentality, um, you know, leaving just my peer group of classmates and friends and actually having to work with other people like, you know, like we are right now, you know, working with all these new faces and trying to figure out our commonalities is a lot harder than it seems. But I think it's kind of a necessary point, like, you know, just growing as a person, if you guys know what I mean. <laughs> Lily, yeah. and I think that this is a question more for you since you're approaching your fourth year, you told me, right? Right. Um, yep. So, like, for me, I'm getting to my third year, and I think Julie as well. Um, and now we have the thing that we're changing classes. Like, we're having people from Segovia coming over. So it's like right. now we're in And when we talked about that, like, how our class is so, like, close together, like, the first year, of course, we're like, oh, like, I don't want to be with, those, with these people, like, all the time, 24-7. And then you become such a family that the fact of like being with other people is like, what am I going to do? So do you have what? any advice? I would say, so my class personally, we didn't have to merge with another class, but I have one of my best friends had to do that when she moved from Segovia to Madrid. And I think it's one of those things where you have to understand that like, while you guys are a family, those people are also a family. You know what I mean? And it's kind of, hard to want to break out of that because you're so comfortable and so familiar and you've known each other for at this point so long that you know who you like to work with and who you don't and who does what and I think it's kind of if you can make that sense of effort to be like I respect that you guys have each other but maybe we should try and work together on something or even just like kind of bouncing off each other in conversation in class to create that kind of banter I think it just adds that element of, you know, we could be friends outside of this room if we really wanted to. And I think that just bridges the gap a little bit because coming from Segovia, I have to say it's, it's intimidating to show up in Madrid, you know, like I'm a fourth year and I still get scared walking through that courtyard to class. I like run, you know, because it's just like weird sense of I'm like, oh, these people are judgy. I don't know. But that's just the way the Madrid campus feels when you're coming from such a small place like Segovia, you know. And I think that the intimidation factor is where that plays in. So Segovia people are probably not going to want to try and infiltrate the Madrid group. So I think it kind of does fall on your shoulders to create that familiarity that makes them want to break into your group. You know what I mean? But that's and, so funny. You're being freshmen, like, all over again. Like, that yeah. intimidation, I felt totally. like the first week of yeah. my first not anymore. It's it's the weirdest thing, you know, like I showed up at the campus and I had no idea where anything was like I had to ask a freshman and I just I was I was devastated. But it was kind of funny because I feel like you have this whole like new life when you show up in Madrid from Segovia and the Madrid people are kind of looking at you like, who are these who are these giant groups of strangers? <laughs> and so bonding can be kind of hard because you don't have much crossover. But I would also say that the social scene in Madrid helps to overlap a little bit you have more opportunities to meet these people and because you go to the same school it's not so awkward after two years hopefully but um pardon yeah i i have a question for both of you actually but they're different questions so lily first of all i mean we already talked about expectations versus reality of coming from another country into spain so i wanted to know what were your expectations like going from segovia to madrid and were any of them actually met yeah. Okay. So 
I don't know how to explain this in a way that doesn't make me sound entirely antisocial. Freshman and sophomore year in Segovia, I just really didn't have that much of an interest in going to Madrid. You know, like I'd go for the day with some friends, but I, I wasn't that girl that wanted to go every weekend or would. And so I probably went to Madrid maybe three times during freshman year and three times during sophomore year. And then I showed up to move there. So my expectations were, I think, different from my friends because they knew the city better. So they kind of knew what to expect. Whereas I was like, uh, I have no idea where anything is. I have no idea like where I should be going, what places to go to, all that. And so when I showed up, I was feeling pretty intimidated, kind of like I was a freshman all over again. And I think it was um, difficult for me because I was also a mentor and all of my mentees were on the Madrid campus. So when they would ask me questions, I was like, girl, I have the same question. I'm sorry. <laughs> So it was a lot of learning. The first like week was me trying to memorize how the campus was set up. Um, and then after that, kind of trying to figure out what the Madrid people did for social stuff, you know, because in Segovia, you know where everyone is because it's Irish. And when you get to Madrid, you know, there's people going to a bunch of different places. And I was like, wait, there's options. That's a lot. So I think it was, I think my expectations were met because I was anticipating this big change of, new people, a new campus, a new social life. And I think they were exceeded almost because I met so many new great people and had so much great exposure to the, not only like nightlife, but like the rooftops and the museums and the park and all this atmosphere that Madrid has that I had just never interacted with, you know, which I regret, but I think now I've been trying to make up for it. So I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> That's Definitely very reassuring as someone who's going, coming from Segovia going to Madrid. I was a little bit scared. And I have a question for Maria Laura, like that you came from Colombia and went straight uh, to Madrid. I wanted to know what were some expectations of yours and the same thing, like where they met? Um, I expected, honestly, to hang out with other people that were not Colombians. I, that was the first thing I told my mom. I was like, I'm not going to hang out with Colombians. Like, that's the first thing I did here. And that's what I'm used to. Like, I want to go out of my comfort zone. And what ended up happening is that, obviously, I ended up ha going out with Latinos, which is, like, this big group normally. Um, but for me, like, precisely that like joining clubs and like joining other things has helped me like get out of that comfort zone and even though it like took me a year like I'm there now so it's uh more or less that that's like uh our expectations is like I'm going to IE and it's going to be so like diverse and I'm going to know people from all over the world but you will only do that as long as you allow yourself to like open up to conversation to other people sometimes you will not get their humor like sometimes it will not be the same thing or like they will talk about stuff where like it's so annoying when they speak in other languages and probably that happens to people when we talk in Spanish and they're like what are you saying so like it's being open like as long as we're open and we're trying to all like speak the same language and like trying to stay in middle ground like that's how we're actually going to like socialize with each other right yeah. totally agreed the language thing was really a problem for me freshman year because I didn't speak Spanish. I mean, I barely speak Spanish now and it's been three, but I mean, at that point I spoke really zero Spanish and that was kind of the language of choice. <laughs> Obviously. Guys, and although like I speak Spanish, it's not the same Spanish from like right. Spanish to like my Spanish. Um, sometimes I say words that they don't understand. They're like, what are you even saying? And sometimes, yeah, like I have to tone down or like neutralize my Spanish to communicate with other people. And it's like 
it's finding that yeah. balance. Yeah, and I think it's funny because like, you know, even when you have like all of these things that on the on paper look like you have them in common, they kind of don't really work like that, you know, because obviously I speak English, but I also speak extremely fast and sometimes I use slang that doesn't make sense at IE, so I have to kind of change my mindset a little bit, which I think is probably good for us as people, you know, like not stay in our in our minds too much like in our comfort. You know, we have to make the effort, which is I think a good thing, you know, trying to make that effort to bridge the gap, but it can be really difficult, especially during freshman year. You know, you don't really want to be putting in so much effort just to make one friend or, you know, whatever, a group of friends. But um, I think that like the roles that we take on, you know, like we've talked about clubs, extracurriculars, um, making that effort. I think it's kind of difficult, but I just want to ask you guys, like, you know, how have all of these, you know, methods of meeting people influenced you in terms of balancing what you want out of your lifestyle so you know the social scene of course is a big component but how does that help you kind of balance with your academics with I don't know family life maybe or whatever else you prioritize in your life maybe exercise or team sports that kind of thing you guys find that you can balance all of that well I think for me especially throughout the first year, it took a while for me to find the proper balance because at first it was more like, I want to meet people and, and kind of, yeah, get used to the social scene. But then it was like, I kind of want some of my old life back, like sports and things like that. And then I also want to keep my grades up. And honestly, it took a while for me to find, to actually, I don't know how to say it, like not stick to a group of friends, but I had several groups, right, of friends, and then it was only, I think, in my second year that I was actually able to completely kind of stick to a group of friends that have the same kind of, like, values in terms of, like, studying and and kind of staying home when you want and learning how to say no to things, because I feel like the first year, especially, I was kind of just saying yes to everything, and then second year, it was just like, I don't even want to go anymore to, to Irish, for example. I just <laughs> You want to stay home today and then oh, yeah. here I learned how to do that and I I found my friends who were willing to do that with me so that was good yeah definitely For definitely me, good to FOMO <laughs> was such a huge part of like something that you had to know how to balance like for me, I wanted to go to everything because I was like, what if I don't go to this? And then my friends are going to think that I'm boring. And then like, since you are finding right. that sense of stability, like you're not being yourself, you're like being trying to be like as out there and as extroverted as possible. I don't think I'm like the most extroverted person ever. So like sometimes yeah. I wanted to stay home and sometimes right. I didn't want to spend on a table and like, maybe it's different for Madrid, but like every weekend it's a table and that's, that's a lot. That's the culture right. there that's very like sometimes you don't want to spend because sometimes I'm like I want to pay my gym membership and I don't want to go clothing <laughs> like I just <laughs> want to go to the gym and for me yeah it's same as Julia like it's finding that balance of stuff like finding that sense of stability once you have your group of friends and once everything like is stabilized I think that you can better manage everything but like obviously and I'm not going to say that it's not um the first priority my like my first semester of uni was making friends Right. And, and that's sometimes like a dark area because I know I have known a lot of people and I don't know if you have any horror stories about that like people who lied the first weeks of uni that said some things and then you're like like it doesn't add up or make, or make sense and it's like yeah. if any freshman is watching this 
I would say to them, like, be yourself. Try being yourself. Like, don't try to impress people with lies or like that. Sometimes people take that clean slate factor like too far. Agreed. So it's like being yourself is one of the most important things. Yeah. And I think that like, if I were going to say any like important, important coping mechanism that I gathered from freshman year, it's like, you got to be like one honest, you know, if you miss your family, if you tell someone else, Hey, I really miss my parents today. The odds are they're going to say, I need to call my mom. Like it's, everyone's kind of in that same thing, but no one wants to admit it. You know, everyone wants to look really cool and like they're doing well and how they have like great style and are doing well in school and all this stuff. And it doesn't matter if you want to pretend that that's true, but your friends and that support system that you're trying to build freshman year, that the people that really make IE what IE is, you know, the, that small knit community that you really truly care about at the end of these four years, you got to be honest, you know, you got to be yourself, you got to show them who you are because otherwise you're going to probably find friends that aren't the ones you want to spend and put your effort into, you know, and that can waste your time. And, you know, I, I definitely think that would be a big regret if you didn't focus on who matters to you at your core value. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like yeah. at the same time that, yeah, you do have to be yourself 100%, but you always have to remember that I feel like these are four of one of like the most crucial years of your life. And you're going to change so much from the moment you walk in to the moment you walk out in these four years. So you really have to give yourself that space and allow yourself to grow in that way. And you're, the people that you start off with might not be the same people that you're going to end with right. but i feel and in my case for example of course i'm not i'm like halfway through but i was luckily able to find a group of friends that i know that i've changed a lot since i got here but i also like that group of friends was able to stay with me and they're they also changed a lot so we're like able to accept each other's growth and like our the ways that we're changing. And I feel like that's really important. Like find people who are willing to accept the way that you're going to change. Right. Exactly. So, so important because if they don't give you that room to grow and like that support that you kind of need at some point to be cheered on into that growth and that change, it's, you don't get as much as you could out of that university life, you know? And I think that's one of my biggest like coping mechanisms, you know, is like remembering that like, there can be all of this social connection, all of this, you know, time that we can take for ourselves eventually once we realize that's what we actually want to do and FOMO no longer matters. But, okay. you know, there's all of these hobbies and things we can fill our time with exploring. But I think at the core of it, it's that you have to be prepared to um, take responsibility for yourself, you know, and in that responsibility comes a lot of maturing. And with that is just kind of a whole new person, you know, I think the person that I entered in, like entered in a freshman year as is a completely different person. And while I respect her, <laughs> you know, I think it's one of those things that like, we're always looking forward, especially at I, we have that, we have that great um, camaraderie that I think provides us with this foundation to create this change, to keep it and to bring it with us to the real world. Um, know if that happened to you guys so like at least coming back from your first semester of uni like for me was very weird since it was like time was standing still over there like for me I just like stopped it was I left it on pause and then when I came back everyone was the same like I felt like no like changed like everyone was talking about the same stuff about the same people about the same like stuff that was happening 
So like for me, it was like I went through this like life somewhere else. And then when I came back, it was like very different with my friends over there. And like you, you don't realize how much you've changed until you come back home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. Yeah, I think you're completely right. And um, I think on that note, I if you have any more questions, any more thoughts that we want to put out there, I think we kind of touched on everything we thought was very big importance. <laughs> you guys think anything else? Any thoughts? Last comments, suggestions, concerns? No, Hopefully not concerns. I think, you know, in terms of what we've talked about today, the, the shock factor, the coming year of change, I mean, we don't need to talk anymore about Corona. I feel like everyone has that on their mind. But I think all of this change that we've discussed today, all of the ways that we can integrate ourselves, knowing that we have this platform, despite whether we're in person or not, kind of feels reassuring that IE is a place where you have that community, you have that ability to build a foundation for the real world that will stick with you and those skills, those people, that mindset constantly sticking with you. Um, So I think I'll just say thank you guys uh, for hanging out. I had a great time. (laughs) And I think that's about it.